<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Welcome to the Gaming Ride Home podcast for Wednesday, July 15th. I am Kyle Hilliard. Here's a whole bunch of video game stuff that happened recently. Sony is reportedly boosting its PlayStation 5 production efforts. Paper Mario, the Origami King reviews are online ahead of its Friday release. Nintendo is making a Lego NES and an accompanying Lego TV. And Netflix is making a Dragon's Dogma anime. Sony is preparing for high PlayStation 5 demand by reportedly boosting its planned number of units. COVID-19 has thrown wrenches in everybody's 2020 plans, and since the pandemic started, the question everyone has been asking within the video game industry is how will all of this affect plans for the next generation of consoles? The general answer, with the caveat that it is especially impossible to predict the future right now, has been that the consoles will release on time as planned, but it may be even harder than usual to get a new console on day one as it may not be possible to produce the amount of consoles necessary to meet demand. According to a recent report from Bloomberg, however, it seems Sony may be getting on track to meet lofty expectations. Bloomberg's Takashi Mochizuki wrote in a recent story headlined Sony boosting output of PlayStation 5 to meet surge in demand. Sony Corp is roughly doubling its PlayStation 5 production to 10 million units this year as it sees the prolonged effects of the COVID-19 pandemic boosting demand for gaming, according to people familiar with its plans. The electronics giant has informed assembly partners and suppliers it is radically increasing orders for its next-generation console, though logistics may yet pose a challenge to delivering all those machines on time for the holiday shopping season, the people said asking to remain anonymous. Sony had previously aimed to produce 5 million to 6 million PS5 units by the end of March 2021, Bloomberg News has reported. The full story is linked in the show notes. It sounds like Sony is actually trying to manufacture more than it potentially would have if we weren't in the middle of a pandemic, with the expectation that more people are playing video games than ever. The industry has perhaps unsurprisingly proven itself to be pandemic-proof, as everyone is eager to embrace video games as a form of entertainment right now. Mochizuki continued later in the Bloomberg story, even with a boost to manufacturing, Sony may still be unable to put enough units on store shelves in the coming year-end holiday season due to shipping constraints, the people said. A large proportion of Sony's consoles are made in China and sent out via sea around the world. It takes months for shipments to travel from China to the U.S. and Europe via ocean lines. And Nintendo Company earlier this year had trouble refilling stock of its popular Switch console for the season. I think what we can extrapolate from all this is that on launch day, it will still probably be pretty hard to get a PlayStation 5. 
I don't know if you will be able to walk into a store and grab one on release day. But assuming it releases in November, by December, maybe they won't be impossible to find. I'm curious what the Xbox Series X versus PlayStation 5 will look like on store shelves. I bet Sony will do everything in its power to make sure more PlayStation 5s are available, and Microsoft will take a more casual, long-term approach to bringing on Xbox Series X adopters. Most of the big early Series X games will be available on Xbox One as well, so I think it's not as important to Microsoft to get Series Xs in as many homes as possible. Hopefully, we will learn release dates and prices soon. Paper Mario, the Origami King reviews are online, and it's reviewing pretty well. It is currently sitting at an 84 on Metacritic at the time of this writing, which is the exact same Metacritic review score as Ghost of Tsushima. Those games really couldn't be more different, but they're going head-to-head this week because they share a release date. ComicBook.com's Megan Peters gave the game perhaps its most positive review, giving it a 5 out of 5, and wrote, While the Origami King can feel formulaic at times, this entry does more to reimagine the franchise than not. It won't impress fans who are hoping for a larger RPG focus, but its charming characters and story will keep fans hooked. Paper Mario has never felt so fun than with the Origami King, and its lighthearted feel is the perfect thing for gamers to sit with this summer. Sam Loveridge from Games Radar gave the game a 4.5 out of 5 and wrote, The latest Paper Mario title is a joy to exist in. An excellent story, charming characters, and the ability to team up with your oldest foes makes the Origami King a triumph. Yes, it may not be the new thousand-year door RPG, but it's something special that should be celebrated. Friend of the show and genuine personal friend, Serial Vasquez, wrote a review for GameSpot, gave the game an 8, and wrote, With a newfound combat system that steals the show and offers a novel take on turn-based combat, its winking, nodding, and adventuring shine all the brighter. Its world and characters might not be the series' best, but it's able to consistently throw left turns, good gags, and smart surprises at you. Each piece of the Origami King elegantly fits into its whole, taking its irreverent flair to new heights. The Paper Mario series has recently shown that being clever and being smart are two different things, but thankfully, it's once again managed to be both. Feel free to direct all your compliments on my flawless serial impression to the Gaming Ride Home Twitter account. Another friend of mine, Game Informer's Ben Reeves, who is also recently the new host of the Game Informer Show podcast, go listen to that, gave the game a 7.75 and wrote, As a series, Paper Mario consistently explores new concepts and mechanics, which is exciting, but it comes with plenty of risks. Origami King's biggest chances don't pay off in a satisfying way. I enjoyed Mario's hijinks and all the misfits he encounters, but the new ring-based action needs refinement. I hope Paper Mario's next twist on combat can rise to the same level as its humor. There you go, Kyle. I did what you asked. Now please untie my family. Let them go, please. What else do you want? IGN's Cam Shea expressed some similar disappointments, but still had positive things to say about the game, giving it a 7 and writing, The Origami King is a truly likable game, despite the shallowness of its new spin on gameplay. Its characters are winsome, its visual design is gorgeous, its world is fun to explore, and its storytelling is outside the box and playful. At the same time, however, it could be so much more. 
combat is largely unfulfilling, and your journey as a whole lacks meaningful choices. For a series with RPG roots, that's a real shame. EGM's Michael Goroff shared one of the more negative reviews for the game, giving it a 3 out of 5 and writing, Despite everything, Paper Mario The Origami King is a charming game. I wanted to fully explore every area of the Mushroom Kingdom. I wanted to find every toad. I wanted to do everything except actually engage with the game's combat system. In trying to rewrite the basic rules with every outing, Intelligent Systems keeps fans of the franchise on its toes. But that can also start to distort the identity of the series itself. How can you perfect a formula if you're constantly pouring it out and starting again? By the way, from the time I started putting this segment together and up to now sitting in my recording booth and recording it, the Metacritic score has actually dropped down to an 81. Still pretty solid. All the reviews mentioned are linked in the show notes if you want to read them in full, and I am personally excited to play it when it releases on Friday, July 17th. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Nintendo and LEGO are teaming up for a LEGO NES complete with a retro LEGO TV. I will tell you now that the video for this thing is linked in the show notes because it's something you kind of have to see in action, but Nintendo and Lego are continuing their partnership with a Lego NES and an accompanying Lego TV that is releasing on August 1st. So the way this works is you get a kit and you build an NES out of Lego and then you build a retro TV out of Lego and there is a winder on the side of the TV that scrolls an on-screen Mario level. All of this is made out of Lego. And there's a little 2D Lego Mario that hops and jumps around appropriately with the level. And if you plug in the weird electronic Lego Mario that was already announced into the top of the TV, he makes all the appropriate sound effects for the scrolling level. It's a super wild thing that, like I said, is worth seeing in action. It is pricey, though. On the LEGO website, it lists it at $229. That's only $70 less than a brand new Switch, or $30 more than a Switch Lite. I guess I just kind of forgot how expensive LEGO sets are. Netflix announces a Dragon's Dogma anime adaptation. There is not a lot 
to say about the show at this point, but Netflix shared a poster yesterday for an upcoming Netflix original anime series based on Capcom's Dragon's Dogma. It is arriving September 17th, and based on the poster art, it looks like it might be coming from the folks behind Netflix's Castlevania adaptation, which I really enjoyed. It also has a page on the Netflix website, but the only detail there is a story blurb that reads, Ethan sets out to vanquish the dragon that took his heart, but with every demon he battles, the more he loses his humanity. Dragon's Dogma is a game that I, I don't think was a big commercial success for Capcom, but its fans really love it and are constantly demanding a sequel. I don't know that this is an indicator of a sequel being on the way or anything, but it's new Dragon's Dogma stuff, so that's exciting. Microsoft announces the next round of Game Pass games. We learned what's coming to Xbox Game Pass next this morning. No big revelations, honestly, but there is some cool stuff worth getting excited about if you're a subscriber, if you pay for the service. Mount and Blade Warband is coming to console, and Forager is coming to console and PC on July 16th. I'm not super familiar with either game, but Mount and Blade Warband looks a bit like a medieval Dynasty Warriors, but with a bit more of a strategy edge to it, and Forager looks a little reminiscent of Terraria. Carry On, which I am excited about, is coming to console and PC, and Golf with Friends is coming to PC on July 23rd. Carry On, I am especially curious about as you basically play as a monster terrorizing a 2D landscape. It looks unique and creepy. Grounded, or as I have come to call it, the unofficial Honey I Shrunk the Kids game, is releasing as an Xbox game preview, basically early access, on console and PC on July 28th. Nowhere Profit, a deck builder strategy game. The Tourist, spelled with a Y, is a voxel game about hanging out on a tropical vacation island. And Yakuza Kiwami 2, the current-gen remake of the PlayStation 2 game, Yakuza 2, will be available to Game Pass subscribers on both console and PC on July 30th. Also of note, Ash's Cricket, Rhyme, and The Banner Saga 3 are all leaving on July 31st. I would recommend checking out Rhyme before it leaves. It's not too long, and it made me cry. So I think that's a pretty good endorsement. That could be a quote in an Accolades trailer. Here's what released today. Ooblets from developer Glumberland is out today in early access on the Epic Games Store and Xbox One. Ooblets has been in development for a long time, or at least it feels like it has been, and with it being available as an early access title, it will continue to be in development. It's an adorable farming sim slash Pokemon-inspired monster collecting game. Instead of making your collected monsters fight each other, though, you actually pit them against each other in dance battles. And you manage a farm in a small town while all that's happening. The elevator pitch for the game is that it's Pokemon combined with Harvest Moon, with an added dash of Animal Crossing, which are three absolutely beloved game series. I don't know if Ooblets will be able to live up to any single one of those, let alone all three, but I love that there is a developer out there giving it a shot. The Switch's Super Nintendo and NES apps have been updated today to add Natsume Championship Wrestling, The Immortal, and of course, the one I find myself unreasonably excited about, Donkey Kong Country. 
I have played Donkey Kong Country tons of times. I don't know why today's Switch release makes me so happy. I booted up my Switch this morning to make sure the updates were available. They were. And I just booted up Donkey Kong Country and let the attract screen run while I was writing up this section of the podcast. Maybe Donkey Kong Country will be the game that makes me put down Ghost of Tsushima. By the way, quick reminder, today is the last day you can grab Killing Floor 2, Lifeless Planet, and The Escapists 2 for free from the Epic Games Store. Killing Floor 2 is a solid Left 4 Dead style game. Lifeless Planet is a game that I actually reviewed for Game Informer that is about being a lone astronaut stranded on an alien planet that humans were trying to populate but failed. It's a cool mystery game with some platforming and puzzle elements. I I enjoyed it. I haven't played The Escapists 2, but I think it's kind of a simulator that takes place inside of a prison. That's it for video game news today. I played more Ghost of Tsushima last night, even though I already beat it. There was a simple trophy that I was trying to figure out that friend of the show Imran Khan helped me with, but then I was just kind of in, and I ended up tracking down the final handful of a few things I was missing and ended up staying late again. I still don't have the platinum trophy, but I'm getting there. If you have corrections or just feedback in general, feel free to send me tweets or DMs to either at Kylam Hilliard or at Gaming Ride Home, or you can send an email to kyle at ridehome.info and Please consider leaving a review for the podcast wherever you listen to it. You can also check out my Twitch account, Kyle Impersonator, where I am playing through Metroid Other M right now. And you can find me on The MinMax Show for more long-form video game discussion. I will talk to you more about video games tomorrow. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.